Hey, it's Tony Bruschi. When you're not listening to this podcast, be sure to check out one of our others, like this one, The Grave Talks. Every week, I talk with individuals who've been affected quite intimately and personally by the supernatural. We hear their stories one-on-one in our conversations. In fact, here's a 15-minute preview of one of this week's two new episodes of The Grave Talks. And if you like it, just search The Grave Talks wherever you download podcasts and press subscribe. Today on The Grave Talks, a three-part interview with Aaron G. Thompson about the AI of the afterlife. Aaron Thompson sees the world of the paranormal in a very different and compelling light than most others as an afterlife researcher. For over 20 years, he's taken a very scientific approach to better understand the supernatural, yet an approach that doesn't dismiss any belief system, but rather seems to meld everything together in a way that just makes sense. We last spoke right before the pandemic of 2020. Today, he joins us again for a three-part conversation about the afterlife. How was reception on that? I think I reached out to you at one point. Yeah. I was looking for when you drop it because all the craziness started happening. Yeah, um, it was great. I mean, it, it was one of those things. Uh, a lot of people kind of started going to podcasts even more uh, during the pandemic, even though their routines were kind of mixed up. But a lot of people found that that our conversation very interesting. And there were so many things in that conversation. And I just listened to it again just to kind of refresh myself because it's been a couple of years. Uh, It was like, oh, there were so many concepts in there that I have brought up over the last two years to other guests that you had kind of, I guess, would say enlightened me on. uh, And just angles of the ghost family tree that I'd never really considered. Uh, things uh, like the idea of us creating our own ghosts, of the energy of itself uh, creating its own almost intelligence. Uh, And those are all areas I'd love to dive deeper into on today's show because some of those things were things that we touched on uh, in the last couple of parts. But it it was very, very fascinating. And I'm very curious to hear from you. It's been about two years. We've gone through a global (laughs) pandemic since we last talked. Uh, what has research life been like for you over the last, uh, you know, two years? It's interesting because it kind of put us all in a different place, you know, over the last two years, right when the pandemic started, and of course, uh, I guess post start of that. Um, everyone, it kind of rocked everyone's world. For, for me specifically, I decided to get off of social media quite a quite a bit, and I found a lot of peace with that, and just kind of keep it in the hustle. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I didn't stop the research. Yeah, I'm trying to coin the phrase because uh, uh, you know some people are like, oh hey, well, welcome back, good to hear from you. You know, and I'm kind of popping up here and there on social media again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, guys, you know, I glow in the dark. Come on, let's <laughs> you know try yes. coin, coin the phrase like, hey, I'm still moving even if I'm silent. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been interesting. I just took my research a lot more, uh, a lot more personal, less documented. I just kind of wanted to get, um, you know, my, my, my practice and in gear. Um, and I knew at one point I'll be able to start documenting uh, this again on, on a more, uh, secure, I guess, level. 
But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I just hustled, hustled, hustled uh, with with everything that life has to offer, and including, of course, afterlife research, which I did a couple. Uh, I did a documentary. Um, it was a YouTube um, mm-hmm. show, and it was received really well. And that was about the end of 2020. Um, a cool uh, filmmaker friend of mine was doing this thing. I was passing through the state, the area. He's like, hey, stop by. I need a host. I'm like, cool. <laughs> so I did that. That was fun. Um, and yeah, I just kind of kept uh, kept plugging along. And I did my first, like, I would, I did some talks with my first big uh, talk back into the world last year. Um, I want to say last year, September, October. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all kind of a blur sometimes, but um, it was in Nevada. So they flew me out. It was a super cool location, super cool event. Uh, mind you, I was exhausted, not necessarily with the flight and everything, just with hustling and doing what, what I do in the, the field here and, and practicing, uh, you know, my methods behind the scenes that, and kind of coming out to the, you know, kind of coming out and speaking to the world again, it was exhausting for me. There's a video online uh, somewhere and you almost see it on my face, like the weight, like I'm like mm-hmm. given, given my, my stuff, but I'm so, I think there's moments where, I'm just regurgitating like top level conversation to, to enthusiasts and, and folks that got it. But the audience was like dead silent. Like they're asking <laughs> questions on every, every other group. Yeah. And there's a large audience and I'm, <laughs> I said, any questions at the end? No one had questions. <laughs> um, and then everyone just, just roared. I mean, it was, uh, it was a really a lot of, a lot of clap, a lot of applause. So that was cool. And, People came to my booth afterwards and go, "Hey, why don't you ask any questions? You ask questions on every every other panel." Yeah, and he's like, "And I, I didn't know, you know, I took it positive, but it was one of those. How do I take this? I'll take it positive. I choose." Um, he says, "It seemed like you knew all the answers, which I want to go straight out and say no, not <laughs> the case. I have, I feel very uh, plausible buildups, um, but always room for improvement." Uh, I'm confident and convicted in, in my practice and my, my work. And, uh, you know, I do this for the large uh, scheme of afterlife and, and ghost hunting in general. But by all means, you know, ask questions, challenge me type scenarios. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he really, he really uh, enjoyed uh, further said he really enjoyed my conversation. So that's cool to hear. So when you did the speaking event uh, late last year, uh, what was the focus? What were some of the things that you talked about that obviously intrigued people to the point of, I don't have any questions, uh, but but I get it because half the time when when we're talking and I ask you a question, I know like this is going to be a long form question. So I get why it might be kind of difficult to do sometimes in a live setting. But but tell me, I mean, what was the focus? What were you trying to communicate at that event last year? Well, when I when I got there, I thought I had a little bit longer of a time, which is probably the best method to uh, give me <laughs> yeah. moments. But I had 15 minutes and, you know, I respected that that time block, which was fine. Um, so I had a focus fire, uh, and I, it was pretty much my, um, build up that I started. I remember speaking with you, uh, you know, last time we spoke, you were the first person that I kind of unlocked this new idea, um, with before that, no one's, no one's really heard 
um, kind of my angle on that. And I've just sharpened it throughout the time frame yeah. and either got more convicted with one way or, or uh, altered another way just to fit an overall narrative that makes sense with, with science and uh, kind of the overall scheme of afterlife. Why don't you refresh the audience on kind of what that angle is and, and what some of those those points are? Well, there's a study that I'm coining, throwing out there called Echo Terrestrial uh, Cosmic. I changed change the name. It's Echo Terrestrial Cosmic Mechanics. It used to be called uh, Echo. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting the see. I'm getting the the words, uh, the phrase wrong. It used to be called Echo Terrestrial uh, Quantum Mechanics. Yes. And then yes. I changed it to echo cosmical ether mechanics okay so, okay yep. even more fancy and, and would, would work good on the side of a bag of chips new doritos echo cosmic uh, uh what is it <laughs> echo cosmical like uh think of the cosmical the from aladdin cosmical yes. <laughs> yeah. something like that but um and then it's uh ether mechanics instead of quantum mechanics new and ether okay. They're cousins, you yes, know, yes. Uh, quantum and ether. Okay. Um, ether is kind of that dead man zone for scientists. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the books don't like to go that way because of the uh, fantastical, I guess, uh, buildups that are very potential. But the thing I like, ether, and speaking uh, further with some scientists, ether makes more sense to actually to, to the world in general, I'm not going to say to go something or after to, to the world because they, unlike quantum mechanics, quantum mechanics also has the name quantum theory. They're really nice. They're here to string theory here. I mean, they're phenomenal theories. Hell, I might even be throwing out some, some theories, uh, at least that, uh, people, people assume are complete, you know, mm-hmm. good buildups when I do have some science tied into a lot of what I speak about. Ether mechanics actually has some promising experiments that uh that visualize the conversation that i'm trying to bring okay. uh, to the table so that's what i like that's the first time uh we're really digging into a quantum mechanic area and showing someone something which rocks rocks you know people's heads um it, it's uh it's a crazy zone explain to us more about what echo cosmical ether mechanics it is all about what are the principles of it how does it apply yeah, to the paranormal thank you yeah tony um you know i love the question because there is a lot to the to the word i just didn't make up a fancy word and say hey it sounds good it is a good Echo. one though. <laughs> yeah, yeah you know i i do i do dig it. it took me quite yeah. quite a while to really figure out what i'm talking about because i i know i'm not digging into this it's not traditional ghost hunting you mm-hmm. know i just don't want to call it you know it's after i've researched but it's the reason of why ghost ghosts i, I want yeah. the mechanic behind it sure and so that's what i've always looked for so echo is, is just that we run into haunted locations that seemingly have an echo scenario we're replaying the past and more of a haunting uh, again scenario mm-hmm. so those are echoes we seem to get a lot of echoes whether they're disembodied voices um their evp um you know other type of reads that are uh, considered a phenomena. Mm-hmm. Um, so echo really displays the idea of the rever- reverberate, um, can I speak, the uh, the echo effect. Okay. Um, and uh, then a cosmical, of course, when I when I had a terrestrial, I was looking small. 
I mean, I was, you know, sort of small and working way up. So terrestrial basically meant just earth, you know, I, just things that uh, complement what we're doing as a whole, as a community um, within within our box. But then I realized it's a lot more out of the box than even the whole buildup's really out of the box. So terrestrial, I, it makes a lot more sense terrestrial. And I'll give you a, an example. Um, prayer. Prayer is about the best example you can think of. And you can call it meditation, call it good vibes, call it well wishes. Mm-hmm. I don't have an established uh, religion that I, that I follow. I'm, I follow data, I try to, you know, bridge science the best I can. I don't want to use the word logic because I have some uh, discerning, you know, words sometimes. But, you know, I, I try to make things as grounded as possible. And prayer absolutely makes sense in the context. And, you know, even practicing in a couple uh, experiments I was able to repeat, there, there's been impact, uh, invisible impact, where the case may be. There seems to be a subatomic particle connectivity, almost like a, um, a giant telephone game. So whether you pray, you wish good vibes, um, you meditate, you do some form of meditation, it's all the same tomato tomato it's what vibes are you putting out there and what conviction do you have behind those wiggles so those mm-hmm. um you know those connections and it it sends out the data and it can be again terrestrial or not terrestrial uh, well yeah it can be but cosmical it's it's wide it's it's everywhere everything's connected so it depends on where you want to make that call and and explains uh, ufo uh, folks you know same similar concept they use similar devices we use but I use it, I get ghosts, they use it, they get UFOs. They're calling. Um, so the uh, fascinating thing with that is if you think about it in more of a, I don't know what, what term to put this out there, but I'll let someone listening choose what word they would like to, to utilize. Music. Music is a form of prayer, especially when you're singing in your head, you're, you're vibing. You know, people say, they say, music's my religion. You hear that often. Um, Some people feel really good with some music. Well, guess what? You're putting that in your algorithm. You're shooting it out and you're getting feedback. Things are happening in your world because it's music, because you're actually utilizing that music as a form of prayer or meditation. Same concept. It's just what avenue do you want to use? And and that's, I guess, the uh, cosmical aspect. And and the last part, uh, um, ether ether mechanics mechanic uh, to go to mechanics the last word first again i'm always looking at the mechanics of why something does something and i feel that's what all researchers in in the field specifically ghost hunting and, and paranormal investigating well again i like the ghost hunting should do they should ask you know well why is it doing that um ether again the the condition of ether that utilizes some experiments some experiments that i'll be uh, pursuing um, in the future, on a more progressive level, it produces these results that science said could never be done. And it's just super uh, fascinating, terrifying to some people. And there are folks, this is a unique buildup because I'm not only challenging people's mindsets, I'm breaking people's values or potentially if they choose to. Hope you enjoyed this 15-minute preview of one of this week's two brand new episodes of The Grave Talks. To hear the rest and get new episodes every Monday and Tuesday right in your podcast feed, search The Grave Talks wherever you download podcasts 
press subscribe or visit thegravetalks.com.